All right, so today I thought we would talk about size, shape, and sound. And this is just another one of those ways of conceptualizing ourselves or understanding what life is, what reality is. And of course, there are many parameters that we can put onto life and how we live. So these three are just incidental to today's conversation. Just they happen to be the coincidence that we stumble upon. So everything has a size, a shape, and a sound. And by everything, I mean every object and also every non-object. So an object would be a car, a table, a chair, a tree. And a non-object, for the purposes of what we're discussing today, we can say is a thought, an experience, a feeling. And the best example that I can think of to sort of help flesh this out is a car. Because a car shape is quite straightforward. And we say that we want a good car. We say that we want, well, a car that will make us feel something. And that is actually related to the size. That is actually where this crossover happens. Because the shape of the car is going to determine how we feel about its size. And I don't mean size as in how big it is. Right? Because you don't say you don't say the bigger the car the better. Right? It's actually the shape. You want it to be in the shape of a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, the Lotus Elise. It's the shape that you're concerned with. But this weightedness towards the shape is actually a misunderstanding that it is the size that you're concerned with. Because when you have it in the right shape to your liking, it is having the effect of the bigger car. It's actually giving you the effect of the bigger is better. And this is related to sound because the thing that affects us is vibration. The thing that causes our feeling, the thing that is happening within us, is sound. You experience the shape and the size of your car as vibration. So, if we were to buy you this beautiful Lamborghini or whatever your sports car of choice is, and we were to give it to you, then you would experience that 
gift, that, oh, it's mine, wow, as vibration, as something within you. And that's not even <laughs> that's not even to say anything of actually driving the car, right? This is this is why this is the perfect example because the thing that you really like about the sports car is the feeling of driving it. Right? That's that's where it gets even deeper, right? If we have this moment where we give you the car and you haven't even driven it yet, you've just looked at it then you're going to have the vibration within you. There is going to be sound literally emanating from that car, which stems from its shape and its size, which is, for the purposes of this conversation, the same thing at this stage. And yet then you get in the car and then you have the actual feeling of it. And the vibration of the engine, the vibration of the experience, that's what you enjoy. That's what you like. And this is the same for all objects, both material or immaterial. All objects and non-objects. Let's take another example which will sort of help to further this. Take a look at a wave. So if you go to the beach and you stand in the water, then we look at the properties of the shape, the size, and the sound of the wave, then that is going to determine how you experience it. It's going to determine exactly what your interaction is with it and what your relationship to it is. Now, just to say size, well, if you go into the waves a little bit and you have small waves just going at your ankles, then that's going to affect your physical body in a certain way. If you go in deeper and there are bigger waves and the waves are up to your knees, then that's going to affect you in another way. And eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have the big waves and you're going to be further out the water and it's going to affect your body another way. You're going to have to start swimming or dancing around with them. And if you're an experienced swimmer and you love the ocean, you can swim around and you can enjoy that chaos of the waves. And if you're inexperienced and you're in over your head, then you're going to get dunked around and you're going to have a terrible time. And it's actually going to be quite dangerous for you. And that is just to do with the size of the wave. Now, when we have the shape of a wave, well, that's a little bit different because a wave has its shape that changes as it hits you. A wave has a shape that is in relation to the waves that are before it and after it, right? Peaks and troughs and the sounds and the air and the earth around it, and of what it hits, how it crashes into something. So it's not like a shape that is like a car where you say, well, that's a solid object. A wave is much more fluid. And, well, it's going to affect you in 
the way that sound affects you. It's going to cause a vibration within you. Now, believe it or not, that vibration does happen inside you. When you go to the beach and you have waves rolling over you, that is happening exactly in the same way that you drive your car and you feel the vibration within you. And that's how sound is related to waves at the beach. And this actually ties along exactly with sound waves. So waves at the beach is exactly the same as sound waves. Or waves across the air. If you look closely enough at trees and grass blowing in the wind, you will see that waves of air behave very similarly to waves at the beach. They actually roll across and you can see grass move. If you feel it coming towards you, you can feel it moving past you. Now, of course, we also experience sound waves very differently. As I'm talking to you now, right, it's not as though my voice is bellowing straight into you. Whereas in the case of a rock concert, well, that's exactly what's happening. right? If you go to one of these big concerts and the sound is bellowing out these huge speakers, then you really get an experience of the waves hitting you. And you won't experience those waves as something going past you, like water or wind. It'll be a vibration within you. Now, there is, of course, just the sound that you make yourself, right? When you make a sound with your voice, when you sing, when you chant, when you talk, there's a vibration happening there. And that vibration actually has a shape. That vibration has has a size, right? When we say it's a big sound or it's a little sound, what exactly does that mean? Hang on a second, because you know exactly what I mean, right? When I say a big sound or a little sound. And yet, if we say sound has shape, It's the most alien thing. It's the most abstract thing. Really, it's not. Here's a more close-to-home way of understanding this. When you have a shape of the sound, right? Like, to experience the shape of the sound of your voice is something that, well, you do as working on your own personal experience and your own phenomenological experience. So, that would be Like, I can do it right now. I'm basically doing it because, well, for one, I practice this. And for two, it's something that we're focusing on. So, as I talk, I can feel the vibrate. I can feel where the vibration ends in my chest. So, I'm actually vibrating quite deeply into my chest. That's why I've got that, right? It's, it's, It's... it's a bit comical, really, my my deep sort of buttery voice. Oh, <laughs> I can't do that seriously. But I can feel it, right? And if I really go into this, 
when I do some long tones or something, then that edge would move out. And I could actually have the vibration go from more parts of my body. It would actually go down into my stomach, move out across my chest, move across my ribs, move up into my shoulders. I could move it into my head. Right? I can start to feel the back of my head vibrating. And from the center of the vibration, it's very, it's very loud, right? Like this point from sort of under my chin through my throat down into my heart there's sort of this line happening there in this in the shape of a sort of long potato or something and that's the center of the vibration of the voice and it sort of sort of fades out to an edge somewhere and i can't feel it in my knee right there's no vibration in my knee from my voice now in a sense there is a vibration right it's just a matter of well can i sense it But for what we're talking about, it's only a matter of what you can sense, what you can experience. Really, your own experience is king. Now, here I probably should mention (laughs) that I actually have a course on this. It's called Public Speaking and Voice Awareness Techniques. And in that course, we go into this and we do long tones And we do things with the voice which can actually reveal to you exactly this phenomenon of vibration in the voice and in the body. And this changes so much because when you realize, when you realize that the objects in your life, like your fancy sports car, are really just there for your experience then you can save yourself so much hassle. You can save yourself so much unnecessary pursuance. And this really is the crux of turning away from the materialist paradigm and turning inwards, turning towards yourself, your self-knowledge, your own immediate phenomenological experiencing. To someone who understands this, it's quite comical for them to see someone enjoying their sports car. For them to nip past them really fast and feel the vibration. It's comical. It's like, wow, you're playing with a toy. (laughs) Quite literally. It's almost like looking at a child and thinking, oh, how can a child be so excited over something so simple? It's so uninteresting to me. Now, of course, maybe that's not the right categorization. I don't want to paint too much of a a sinister... (laughs) I don't want to paint a sinister picture here. But this relationship between sound and shape and size is absolutely fundamental. Now, let's take this even further. Let's go deeper. Let's take it to the next level. What is 
a big thought. If we say you have a big idea, if we we say you are thinking large, if we say you have a big thought, big mind, if you have big mind, what does that mean? And what that really means is, well, you've had a thought that makes you vibrate. You've had a thought that affects you in a similar sort of way that being given a Lamborghini would affect you. Or being in front of the speakers at a loud music concert would affect you. And oftentimes, well, actually, I shouldn't say oftentimes, but you might think, I mean, how do I say this? Let me get this right. We wouldn't normally consider the shape of a thought. That is a little bit abstract. It's a lot more abstract than the size of a thought. But that is there. And it wouldn't be that you would put a geometric shape to your thought. You wouldn't say, oh, it's square or rectangular or anything like that. It is that you would put a meta quality to the shape of your thought. For example, is the shape clear to you? Is the shape simple or complex? Is the shape Dynamic? Is the shape pointed? Is the shape easily definable? Is the shape round? Is the shape smooth? And really that list goes on and on and on. That's a matter of your mental intelligence or the intelligence that you use to assess your mental status, your mental content, the contents of your mind. But really you only need you only need two, right? If you just work with two, is the shape simple or complex? Well that's just the same as asking, well, is your thought simple or complex? And we say this as if we're talking about one thought one isolated idea or concept or piece of script that you've got running in your mind. And really, we can do it with all thoughts. We can say more generally about your thoughts. Are you thinking straight, right? Where does that phrase come from? This is like thinking big, thinking small, a big sound, a small sound. Are you thinking straight, You know exactly what that means. You would never say, well, how can thinking be straight? There's no edges in thinking. It's not a shape. It's not a geometric phenomenon. When really it's perfectly understandable. So ask yourself now, are you thinking straight?
And can you recognize when you're not thinking straight? And are you thinking big? Can you recognize when you're thinking big? This is actually a skill that visionaries use, leaders use. Their skill, one of their skills, is to think big. They think bigger than other people. And I would wager, well, maybe you're not thinking big enough. And of course, in some ways, that's, that's always the case. You're always not thinking big enough. Because the funny thing is, <laughs> the, the irony is that you would say, okay, I'm not thinking big enough, so I need to be, like, more ambitious, right? I need to get more done. I need to achieve more, or I need to get more. I need to set bigger goals, right? <laughs> but the irony is that that's still small thinking. <laughs> really big thinking is where you transcend goals entirely. You transcend your ambition. You actually burst out of that whole game. And you actually burst into a thinking that is not based in doing and achievement, but being and experiencing and allowing things to be as they are. That's, that's really big thinking. I'll tell you a secret. I'll give away the ending. I don't always give away the ending. But I think for now, <laughs> we can have a stab at it. When you really have the biggest thinking, the biggest thought, that thought is exactly the same as the universe. The biggest thinking that you can do is the universe. It is the entire cosmos. And I don't just mean the stars, the planets, the galaxies, the Milky Way. It also includes all other thoughts. Thoughts that are not just by you, that exist within your head that happen to be where your brain is, but all thought, every single thought and idea that has ever been thought by a human being. And the sound of that is the sound of the universe. And the shape of that is the shape of the universe. And this goes not just for thinking. It goes for perception, 
goes for experiencing. It goes for emotion. And, believe it or not, it also goes for objects. And when you have that intuition, that desire to buy a Ferrari, to want a Ferrari, to get a Ferrari, then that is exactly the same as your intuition to become the universe, to realize the shape of things, the sound of things, the size of things. It's almost like you say, wow, big man. Right? This is another example. This is another way we can tie this in. When someone drives a big fancy small uh, sports car, well, we say big man. And if it's someone we admire, then will we say, whoa, I can really sense so much of that person. But really, all of this is just a micro-expression of this dynamic between size and shape and sound and how these dimensions, I guess we could call them, how these dimensions affect you, how you experience them. And really, it all does come back to you. It's all about you. It's always, it's always, always all about you. (laughs) So, I will mention also that I not only have a course on vibration voice, that you can discover for yourself, but I actually also have a course on the shape of your mind. And this is a course of guided meditations. The course is called MDMA, Multidimensional Mind Awakening or Multidimensional Mind Awareness. And this goes into actually experiencing big mind and dissolving the mind and really discovering the shape of the mind, the sound of the mind, and also your experience and the objects that you interact with. So that's guided meditations. There will be a link somewhere in the description for this episode that you can follow to discover more of that. So if you'd like to do the actual work, if you'd like to actually experience this and make this part of your trick bag, your bag of tricks, then... I suggest you go and enroll in that course. And really, size, shape, and sound, these are very fundamental dimensions that we've only scratched the surface of in this conversation. And there's really so many more examples, right? The the sports car, the waves, 
and the other examples that we've discussed, well, they can be brought on and added to in so many ways to help illustrate these dynamics, which is so important to understand. So thanks very much for tuning in. Enroll in some of those courses. Hope you have a good rest of your day. And we'll be back soon with more. So